Welcome to Size Up, which is a part of Plus Size Revolution. Our platform is here for all plus-size women across the globe. We understand that we live in a world where some may say that size really does not matter. However, it really does. And guess what? It matters to us also. Tune in with us as we explore that journey of living in a world where the sizes go up. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Tawanda with Size Up, and today we're talking about, I'm not sure. (laughs) We're talking about the life, living, and being a plus-size female. And today I have two lovely ladies that are definitely bad influencers, but it's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, We have Sophia. And we have the other lady. I don't want to mess with her name, but I'm just not a quitter. So, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. Mimi. <laughs> Ladies, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Tell us a little about yourself. I don't just want to hear your name and your state. Got to give me a little, a little something, 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 something. <laughs> Please. A little something, 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 something. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. What's the I can go. My name is Sophia. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and I love all things that are about loving yourself and um, being kind to others. Oh, now I can take that a lot of different directions, so I'm I'm with you on that. Okay. Hi, Sophia from Dallas. Ooh. Anyone else? Yes, this is Miyoshi, a.k.a. Mimi. I am from Louisiana, but I live now in Dallas, Texas for 10 years. I am everybody's mama, even though I don't have any children, but I am the go-to person. I'm here, and I'll give you an ear to listen. Really? You're just a sweet person. You're so awesome. (laughs) And, And let me clarify something. When you say you're everybody's mama, like even for guys as well, you are. They call you mama. Well, everybody comes to me for advice. Men, women, oh. children, older, younger. Yeah. She is tapped into her inner female nurturing side, and that ah. is what draws people to her. Jeez. That's a good thing. Sometimes oh, okay, though, right. it can be draining, though. I don't know how you do it, Mimi, because that's very draining when you have an overly nurturing side. I do as well, surprisingly, but it's very tiring mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, if you don't know how to create the boundaries and tell people, you know, I'm not mothering today. <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah, I it is. When people always want to go to you like, hey, I need this, hey, I need that. So I can definitely um, understand that. All right, so ladies, thank you for joining me today on the show, and I'm talking about something uh, I want to discuss with you guys about something that's very, very important to me, and it's really just the lifestyle and living of of being a plus-size person. And I got a couple of questions I want to ask, but as you guys know, when we do shows like this, we're never going to be boxed in. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. All right, so... um, 
Oh, yeah, I'm over here multitasking. Um, the first question I really want to have a discussion, and let me say this before we get started. This is not a question that's on my sheet, but this is the question I want to ask you guys because I hear so many different answers and responses from different people, men, women, et cetera. What is a plus-size woman? A plus-size woman. I'm talking about women. We're not talking about men tonight. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were reading my mind because that's exactly what I was thinking. Everybody <laughs> has own definitions. <laughs> yeah, so what's your definition, what? um, Mimi? It's hard for me to answer it because I hear I hear plus size, I hear BBW, small BBW. So for me, I don't know. Double digits. Any anything once you hit double digits, I guess is is technically plus size. Okay. So when you say double digits, you mean like after nine, as in ten? Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What What do you What What do you think, um, Sophia? By society standards, yes. Even Marilyn Monroe was considered plus size because she was a size ten or twelve, which would have been a size six in our time now. But yes, she was considered plus size. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. Plus so what size do What do you consider plus size? I consider plus size anybody that's uh, size um, 16 and over. Just because to me, I don't think, um, I mean, I'm just going by the clothes size. That's what they call plus size. I I think a person is a person either way, and I've never let me being plus size affect anything about my life. But, I mean, Society just won't feel right unless they put you in a in a box. So if you choose to put me in that box, I mean, I'm not going to conform to it. But that's your that's your categorization of me. You know how you're categorizing me, not me myself. I don't see myself as plus size, small size, whatever. Because if we're realistic with ourselves, we've all been different sizes at different times in our life. There was a time I was a size eight. There was a time I was size ten. I've been twelve. I've been eighteen. I've been a size twenty two. You know, and then I went back down to 16 or whatever because, you know, women, I feel like in general or people in general change weight with different things that go on in their life. That's true. That's true. That's so true. And I'm kind of the same way. I know, like, when it comes to industry, quote-unquote, standards, and I'm definitely not talking about industry standards, I I heard probably like 10, 15 years ago that plus size was considered if you were into two digits. So I guess if you're a size 10, then you are plus size. And then the thing is, you know, it's like every everything has a, a million different shades. So then you have you have plus size women, you have BBW, you have Chunky and all this other stuff. And then I started hearing small BBW. Oh, I'm, a, I'm BBW, but I'm a small BBW. Okay, I'm a super size B. So have you got, now, you know, 15 years ago it was just BBW. Now a small BBW BBW and SSBBW. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that as well? Yeah, yes. but I feel like it's just people trying to change labels and make themselves feel feel better about themselves. I mean, I'm not going to classify myself as none of that. I'm so fierce. You take it or leave it. It is what it is. I happen to, at this point in my life, be wearing whatever size I wear. But unless you buy these clothes, it really ain't no 
nothing for you to be worried about. You either like me or love me one way or the other. Wow, you're right. And it's, and it's really always something. And just like you said, as society changes, as the industry changes, a person that, hey, is hey, trying to live inside this body, inside this skin, is trying to figure out, hey, what am I today according to the world? So my first question I want to ask you, ladies, is what is life like for you as a plus-size woman? Pros, cons, maybes, yeses, noes, whatever you want to share. Lucy, you want to go first? Um, so for me, I'm adjusting. Um, and that's why I said it's hard for me to classify and, and because I don't really know the definition. I, I just know what my doctor tells me, um, that I'm obese. Well, when people see me, they don't believe it. So it for me, it's like I'm adjusting. Um, my clothes don't fit the same. <laughs> Certain things I can no longer work um, wear. Um, but am I comfortable? I have to admit for myself, no, I'm not. Um, because I'm in this place because of health reasons that I from from I don't I don't want to well I don't, I don't want to say I'm emotional eater. Let me say it like that: emotionally eating, um, dealing with some things in my past that came forward in my adulthood, and it sent me over um, to where I, I ate to comfort myself, and then here I am. I, I'm I'm like have gained 20, 25 pounds within a, a fast, you know, a short period of time. So I, I'm still adjusting, and I call myself fluffy. It's what I call myself, fluffy, um, because people want to tell me what I don't need to do. So I'm I'm being honest with myself. I need to lose weight, period. Okay. What are your thoughts? Sophia? Well, I have always been, you know, plus size by the society's uh, standards, but my mother gave me a strong, healthy sense of myself. So I don't feel like my life is any different from anyone else's. I'm an amazing fucking person. Now, do I need to lose weight for health reasons? Yes, I do. So I'm not remiss to understand that and like many times in my life, when I make a decision to do something, I do it. I'm at a point right now where I know I need to lose weight, and I am safely and healthily losing weight um, at a slow and steady pace, like I need to. So I'm I'm good. My life is how it always been. Great. Okay. <laughs> Did you say woo? <laughs> well, now that definitely sounds pretty good. Really, and and for me, when I think about man, huh? Sometimes I have, you know how you have bias, remorse? I'll be, like, thinking about when I was in high school. Well, first of all, you know how I guess we all were slim back in the day. When I think about junior high school, oh, yeah, slim, size 7, size 8. When I got to high school, hit size 16, like, damn, what happened? And and that's big for being in high school. So to 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 be more than that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But you, like uh, Mimi mentioned about being an emotional eater, like, hell, if I get bored, I might say, oh, I'm, I'm bored, let me snack. <laughs> I don't know where the hell that comes from, but I'm looking forward to getting rid of that. But the thing about it, so with me, 
life is, I live life. However, yeah, I'm definitely at a place in life where I'm looking to get it together, literally, for health reasons and for everything else. Like, yeah, nobody wants to be trying to run down the street and huffing, like, oh, man, you can't run for your damn life because you're tired. Like, that's just not going to work. Oh, my gosh. And especially now since the pandemic, not really able to go out as much, man, don't even want to get on the scale. Like, how much weight did you gain in seven months? Not trying to even discuss that at the moment. All right, but in reference to living a life as a woman or a man that's plus size, I've heard a lot of different types of, you know, things people have to say, some good, some bad, um, some just really you don't want to speak about. And also when it comes to dating, that's always been a hot topic. I'm in several groups on Facebook to where they talk about different things in reference to love, life, and relationships and dating, especially when you are plus size. So, ladies, real talk. So, what has dating been like for you? Have you had challenges with dating since you're not a size two? Like, what are your thoughts about that? All right, let's hear from you, um, Sophia. Dating is fucking fabulous, and I always have been fabulous. Because I learned long ago, when I was plus size or not, men are not attracted to really how you look. It's how you – that's part of it. That's a portion of it. But it's also how you make them feel, right, and the amount of confidence that you have. Because if you have confidence, they're going to be confident when they're with you. And because I've had the so-called, you know, uh, how, you know, when I date guys, oh, how are you getting someone like that? Because most of my, my, my paramours are athletic and tall and in shape. My ass ain't nowhere in no fucking shape, okay? Let's be real. But they love my fluffy ass all the way from the top of my head to the bottom of these soles of these feet, okay? But it's not about the look when I tell the women, I say, y'all are so caught up on that, uh, you know, look. I say, he enjoys how I, I make him feel when we're together, okay? If you don't have the capacity, if you don't have confidence in yourself and you're always being insecure, I mean, you give off a vibe. I give off a fun vibe. I'm fun. I'm intelligent. I'm well-versed. I'm a hoot to be around. I can discuss politics, uh, news, and I can also discuss social issues and just kick back and also have a great time. Guys like to be in a relaxed setting. There's only pressure if you make it pressure. Okay. So my dating life has always been amazing uh, for me and a lot of Females ask me, some of my friends would say, well, I wish I had the confidence that you have, and I don't. And I say, it's easy. You just got to start with loving yourself first. I said, because people can tell when you're not comfortable in your own skin. It shows. And I, one thing I've always been, whether I like the skin or not, it's the skin I got. So I work with what God gives me. Absolutely. Well, let me let me say this. Um, a couple of different things. Number one, I met a guy through someone else um, a couple of years ago, and we were talking on the phone, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, you're my teddy bear. And I'm like, teddy bear? Like, first of all, you just met me. How are you giving me a damn nickname? And why is it teddy bear? And then he said, and he was about 10 years older than me, so he was really too old anyway. But anyway, and then he said, well, I never really dated anyone like you before, but I'm interested in getting to know you. And I said, oh, like, I'm not. I don't know what you mean by someone like me. He's like, 
Yeah, like a big girl. And um, basically he said that he was used to dating, you know, women that was a size two, Puerto Rican, you know, different ethnicity. So he's a black guy. And then he said that, <laughs> you know, he said those pretty girls really kind of dogged him out. So now that he was older, he was looking for more substance. And, you know, he was kind of wanting to see, you know, maybe him and I could be, you know, or something. Well, long story short, he definitely wasn't for me. And to me, he made it seem like it was like a freaking experiment. Like, I never had one of you before, so I had this kind, this kind. Let me try your cat. Um, But anyway, that's a whole whole other story. Go ahead, Mimi. How about dating for you? You just made me mad. I'm mad at him. I ooh, I'm mad at him. Really? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, yes. Oh goodness. Well, <laughs> dating for me. I when all of this began, it nothing changed. Um, nothing changed. I got a husband. You know, um, I got and even before mar- uh, marrying him, um. I had been proposed to twice. So for me, it, it was not a problem, but there still was an insecurity, if I'm being honest, um, because I was not happy with my body being a former athlete. You know, so it's hard for me, and I'm still struggling. I, I have to be honest. That's, that's my insecurity. And I just getting compliments and stuff like that, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable at all. Um, they can talk about my face all day, but when you start talking about my body, because my midsection is my problem area. <laughs> oh, I'm very, very oh, conscious God. of it. Um, very conscious of it. And, and all of this began with fibroids, you know, and so it's like I'm I'm very uncomfortable, but I, I guess other people don't see it. But once you get to know me sitting up, and I'm uncomfortable for – um. Intimacy, um, I don't want to be like my friend. I don't like for him to get too close to me talking. So I, he has to sit a little ways from me. I'm just not comfortable with my body. I don't want to. I don't want you to hug me too long. Um, just not comfortable at all. Just not comfortable. So Sophia, you're gonna have to help me. <laughs> we sure is gonna have to help you because. Honey, even though you don't necessarily like something, we're all in a state of transition, but he got to love them curves, rolls, and waves too, honey. We all Thank you. As we, we grow through the process, look, I, I don't like every roll on me, but this man in front of me better love every roll on me till I lose that damn roll. Yeah. But let me ask you this. Um, and this is a sidebar question, Sophia. I get it. I understand. But honestly speaking, and a lot of women that I've met, and myself personally as well, I, I'm not going to say it takes a, it's a different type of guy. We're all interested in certain things. I may say, I, I want a guy that's tall, or I like a guy that's short. I like a guy that's athletic build. Everyone has the build that they're interested in. But let me say this. Um, when I first moved to Atlanta, I, well, oh, damn, I didn't mean to say the city. But when I first moved to Atlanta, I joined this group for plus-size people, and they had a huge event every quarter. And I said to myself, oh, my gosh, it's so great to get to join a plus-size community and blah, blah, blah. And um, I, they had the first event. One of my friends went. I don't know what happened. I didn't go. 
and it was a bunch of plus size women. Most of it was super size um, women, and several men. And most of the men, from what my girlfriend told me, were married, were married or dating. And it was it really turned into a damn near XX type of event where after partying and dancing, everybody went to the hotel and kind of got the grooves on. And to me, it oh, seems wow. like I see that a lot of times us as women, we seem to sell ourselves too short because we feel like we can't get or attract the person that we really want and that really respects us. So I understand what you said about confidence, but at the same time, do you think it's a certain type of man that's really interested in a plus-size bigger girl, or what are your thoughts about that? I mean, you're going to have your uh, chubby closet chasers, your chubby chasers, the in-the-closet ones that act like they don't deal with chubby women because, I mean, when I was younger, I've encountered guys like that where, you know, they'll be okay if we're doing something in the side of town where out they friends on. I'm like, you're not about to put me in no damn closet because you're trying to act like you don't like my chubby ass. So you're going to have to choose a side, bruh. Choose a side. And then there are some men that are just genuinely attracted to plus-size women. But I feel like in our walks of life, a woman sets the tone and standards for what she will and won't accept. Look, there are some guys that feel like, and um, I've met some, and I ended up dating one guy for a very long time that was normally not attracted to plus-size women, but he just said, you just, your confidence, you just so damn sexy. Because I used to tell him, I said, oh, you must think because I'm plus-size that I'm going to just let you, that I, you can just do whatever with me whenever I'm going to sit whatever. You got me jacked up because I know my words. If you don't like what the package that God put me in, then you need to go somewhere else and find something better. I, I, I'm sure you'll find it out there, but it won't be better than me. You'll find something, but you can go hit that door and get it. And and um, I think that that's, that comes from, uh, you know, depending on, you know, what you're used to seeing. And I was blessed to have a, a line of strong women. I mean, I have eight strong aunties that baby. If, you, if she didn't like what you, baby, you can hit that door. That's where it's at. Go. Be you husband, be you whoever. If you're not liking how stuff rolling up in here, you can go. It's okay. Bye. Um, I think sometimes people tend to, to uh, uh, what I've experienced, they would just tell me I was different. They say, you just, you just different. You won't accept everything. I said, because I'm still a woman. I still know what I really want to accept here. Me not looking like what you like or what you think I should look like is not going to affect what I what I have predestined for myself. Okay, you ain't the bee's knees, and you ain't the only one, honey. Just like one tire can get flat, and you can go get another one. You can go find you another man. Hell, I can find a man when I can't find food or water. Excuse you. And that's always wow. Been the case. And that's just not um. That's not just in um, me dating um, black men. I mean, I've dated professional men of color, uh, white men, all kinds of men. Of all, uh, you know, confidence will get you in circles that you never thought you could roll in. I've dated lawyers. I've dated doctors, you know, nurse practitioners, all kinds of stuff. But it has to do uh, what I find with just all types of men. They just really are looking for someone that is sure of themselves. If you're not, if mm-hmm. you... Uh, give off that insecure vibe, 
It's like they can sniff it a mile away that you insecure and they are not attracted. And I don't care what you look like. I mean, I can go out with all my friends, but I'm going to have somebody buy my drinks and we're going to be dancing and having fun. And they be like, you already on the floor dancing and doing something because I'm here to have fun. You know? Gotcha. I'm not going to gotcha. how I feel about myself. You know, you just got to shake it off and keep moving. Okay. That definitely makes sense. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's really, it's definitely confident and not settling, as you say. I can't even stress the importance of that. And that's on so many levels, not just for the woman that's plus size, but any woman or any person. Know who you are. Know what your worth is. Do not settle. Now, let me ask you guys, have you seen a change? Like, is there a difference between big girls and small girls and how they're actually treated, whether it's in, re- in relation to entertainment or the industry or just in general? Do you see any difference? Uh, what are your thoughts, Mimi? Yeah, I think there's a difference. Um, but what I can say, I think the difference is, is like Sophia was saying, you're seeing more and more men who are opening up their minds and they're not looking at the cookie cutter female. And so – I feel like it's that <laughs> it's all, it, it depends on what you like. It's not who you like, it's what you like. And if, if this is what you like, that's what you like. So, yeah, I do. Okay, how about you, Sophia? I, I think, but um, society-wide, but, again, it's also about what the individual person allows as far as treatment and being verbal and vocal when someone is mistreating you and you making sure that it, you don't necessarily, you know, let informing them, hey, this is not, don't treat me like this. I don't like the way you treat me. I don't like the way this feels. So just being verbal and vocal about your treatment and how you're being treated is a, a key component in you being treated better. But there's always a, an initial difference. But, if a person has a strong enough personality and people know they're going to catch some, some uh, flack about it, they're not going to do it. They're just going to do it with those they know they can try with. They don't have the confidence to say so. Mm-hmm. What about with women, though? Do you see a difference in how we as women build and treat each other um, in reference to size? I think women will treat women how they treat the women. I think some type of jealousy in some aspects where there's judgment, um, like you shouldn't have that on or who she thinks she is. You know, I, I, I do, and it's sad, but it's you know the funny thing is, ladies, when I lived in Atlanta, I end up creating my own small group for women. We called it a plus size diva, and um, and we had a group probably about fifty people. And I remember the very first time we went out to um, to um, to have a meetup. We met at some restaurant. I think it was like some Mexican place. And first of all, it was one time that I was in the presence of so many people that was not a size two, and um, that was gonna that was really interesting and different. And then it was so funny because when, you know how you order. Um, you get your your salad, then you get your meal, then you may do a dessert. Well, the first thing is everybody ordered an appetizer. So we was kicking it like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting an appetizer. 
And then as we were eating the meal, one person said, F that, I'm not on no date with no man. I'm eating all this. So we started talking about how sometimes when we go out to dinner with a guy, we always leave food on our plate. Have you guys ever been guilty of that? Like you don't want to see because because you may be a plus size person, you want to leave some food on your plate. <laughs> Hell no, I eat. Oh, no, I'm Oh, you never did that before. <laughs> I definitely did that. So we talked about that. We laughed, and then everybody ordered dessert. We're like, yeah, we ordered the dessert tonight. But we just talked about the difference in how we may act with our girlfriends versus with a guy. Because, you know, sometimes we act in prissy and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think just a plus-size girl does. I think a lot of people try to order a salad or something healthy and pick over it, and then you go home and eat for real. So you guys don't do that. No. No, I don't because I also, like I told you, I got like 20 or 30 male cousins. And they used to always say, I'm paid all this damn money to take this stuff out. And she ain't ate nothing. And every guy that I went out with, I go out, I get a steak, a baked potato, and a salad, and dessert shit. And I drink a, a alcoholic beverage. No. We eat. We eat. <laughs> I think that comes with comfort level, though. So do you do that at the beginning? Yes, because I'm very transparent. Like, if somebody is interested in me, I'll be like, you know I ain't no skinny girl, and you know I like to eat, so you can't be taking me nowhere wet. It's got to be some good seafood. It's got to be stuff I like. I'm not I'm not going to play with you. I, I'm very – I'm a person that <laughs> – look, you're going to either love me or hate me when you deal with me because you're going to – ain't no lukewarm with me because I'm just going to let you know. I, I don't like this. I don't like that uh, because – that's what I like. I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm very transparent. Like, there's no surprises with me. I'm very open and transparent. And a lot of guys appreciate that because they don't want to be guessing. And a lot of times once we're at the meal and we're talking and we're having a good time, man, I'm so glad you came out. You ate. You had a good time because I don't want to take the time to get myself prepared and get dressed and have a date with a lady. And then I don't spend a damn, you know, all this money for us to go to a residence. A restaurant, and I make these reservations, and I spend a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars, and she up here <laughs> uh, forking the food around the plate, trying to play with it. Look, <laughs> this, this, this is this is an opportunity where I'm creating an ambiance to get to know you because I like you. That's how okay. you have to look okay. at every opportunity. Okay. When when a person has said. Where do you want to go? What do you want to eat? What kind of cuisine do you like? This is this person trying to put you at ease. So you damn right I'm going to tell you, yeah, I want to go to True Looks or wherever the seafood is or the steak, whatever I'm feeling that day. I'm going to tell you specifically, this is where I want to go. This is what I like because you are a man and you're making it incumbent upon you to put me at ease. So that's why you're asking me what I want. And I'm going to, as a woman, tell you exactly what I like and where I like to be, be um wooed at because you're trying to create an ambiance in the scene uh, to put me at ease to get to know more about me. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to put the ball in the court. You're telling me what you want, and I'm going to tell you what I want. All right. Okay. I got you. I got you. So let me flip gears for a second and ask you guys. We're talking about life as a plus-size person. So would you say 
that you are plus size by choice? Did you choose to be plus size mommy? You talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. This is Mimi. No, I did not choose to be a plus size. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fault is it? (laughs) It's my (laughs) fault. And but it still was a choice. I love it. Because that was such an honest and genuine answer, and I can appreciate that. She was like, no, I ain't ain't chose the life, the life chose me. (laughs) Okay, so what happened, Mimi? What happened? If you didn't choose this, what happened? (laughs) You're silly. (laughs) Oh, Lord. No, but seriously, the fibroids, things in my past, in my childhood, resurfaced. I so I emotionally ate dealing with it by myself because okay. at this point I really kind of um, stepped back from everybody, and so I was just dealing with everything myself, and I gained the weight. Um, my fibroids in my body, um, I had them in my uterus. They were at a 32-week pregnancy size from what the doctor said, so my body also mm. thought I was pregnant. Right, so I'm. I'm Having that, genetics on both sides, where I have family members who are plus size and, you know, um, kind of pulling off on some other family members who aren't, you know, so I'm kind of like in the middle of it, of it all. But I'm working on it. I've been working on it for some time now, so I'm not I'm not <laughs> going to – are you laughing at me? Really? I'm pulling my heart out. Are you laughing at me? It's all love, really? my sisters. <laughs> I'm not good. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's Sophia. I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. Carry on, please, please. No, she I'm being sorry. serious, friend, because her five boys is real. They are. They really are. My what? Girl, no, I said carry on. Real, and I couldn't hear you finish yeah, the statement. Yeah, I want you. Yeah, I was laughing at really when I asked you the question. Um, you were like no. <laughs> that's what I was laughing at. Definitely not about you about five boys. Yeah, that's huh? I see you still. Laughing. Yeah, because that was so funny to me. Because I, I mean, that's my same answer, but just the way you said, I'm like, you're like no. Okay. Uh, but go ahead, well, please finish what you're saying. I apologize. I'm done. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, Sophia. Okay. Uh, I feel like I want to say I didn't choose it, but then the other part of me, the duality of me, is like I want to say I didn't choose it, but at the same time, I feel like I do sometimes. Just because I'm so not a person that's uh, status quo, standard norm. And um, I think right now I struggle back and forth with it because I know that there are things that I could do better, right, on a day to day basis to make sure I get myself in a 
healthier zone, but then sometimes I have uh, days where I don't, I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going to eat what I want. Um, so I think it's a little bit of both. I don't know so much if it's about choosing as far as, you know, being more disciplined at certain times in my life. Um, I'm currently working on being more disciplined and uh, creating a better lifestyle for myself because I know for me it's not so much my eating habits because they're not terrible. It's actually my ability to be active and get myself in motion. I'm just lazy, y'all. Sometimes I just, I work at trying to, be out and be active, but I know the key component because everybody knows their body. I know I tend to lose weight at a bit more steady rate when I am active and, and walking and exercising for at least 30 minutes to an hour daily. I know this, but sometimes I just be laying here and be like, yeah, I'll go tomorrow maybe. And um, that you have to make a conscious choice to be consistent if you want to see the results. So at this point, I'm kind of like marking my calendar and trying to make sure I'm consistently choosing to be active because I know that's the missing key component for me to get to the next level. That makes sense. So that's where I am. Wow, that definitely makes sense. And, you know, if I had, uh, you know, to answer the same question that I asked you guys, um, that I choose it. Yeah, I would have to say I definitely chose it, but I, I didn't choose it. I chose it, but I didn't choose it <laughs> because we know that anytime, like I know some people that eat, like some, I, I used to have a really good friend of mine. She was a size freaking one and um, she eats five times a day, but her metabolism was ridiculous. Like she would eat and she ate a lot, but, and she walked all the time, everywhere she walked. And I think a lot of times also um, as a, as a, as a big girl, I'll go, like, through the drive-thru versus sometimes people say, hey, park and walk. I'm like, I'm only walking if I have to. So just certain things when it comes to lifestyle. And just like you mentioned earlier about um, the inactivity and not really getting around doing more stuff, that's definitely something that I know that I need to do and to improve to be more active. Some days I don't even leave out damn house. But I definitely, even if I walked out and just walked around my house or something, that would be definitely more beneficial so, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a few, um, being able to see what we can actually do about it. Next question, um, got two more questions, and I'm not going to keep you guys on all night. Um, next question is, do you feel like Monique sold out when it comes to big girls? Now, let me let me explain what I mean by that question. Everybody remembers Monique from back in the day. And Monique even, she she coined the phrase, skinny bitches are evil. Do <laughs> you guys remember that? Anybody? Yep, I do. I do. And and Monique was actually known for that. And the thing, she even got a book um, titled something similar. I'm going to pull it up just to tell you. And so she was known for that. And then, of course, she made a 360, and she started making some life changes, some health changes, and so on and so forth. So tell me, um, when you think about that and how people are really, oh, Monique is rooting for the big girls. And then when she kind of made those changes, people felt like, ah, you sold us out. What are your thoughts about that, Sophia? I don't think she sold anybody out because the most important thing to remember is we don't live with these people and we don't don't have full disclosure to their health and where they're at 
health-wise, because there are plenty of people, and I can tell you from being in the healthcare industry, that are in the perfect weight range, 130, no problems, but they got blood pressure issues, and they they going to stay on it because genetics also play a key component in where we are health-wise, and you cannot change your genetics, okay? I don't care how healthy you are, you can eat and do everything right, but genetics may uh, predicate that you still have some pre-existing conditions that put you at risk for certain health issues, right? So because I personally don't know what's going on with her, I felt like when she did the things that she needed to do, um, whether she discussed it or not with the weight loss surgery and other things that she did or didn't do, I don't care. Do it. If you're at a point where you're sitting in a doctor's office and he tell you you better get this weight off, you're going to be dead. <laughs> sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir, I am not living in your house with your family and your kids that you really have to impact the most. Do whatever you got to do to take care of you to make sure you're on the other side here with us so that you can continue to impact and imprint your family how you're supposed to. You should never let anybody make you feel guilty for choosing life, whatever at whatever cost and means that it takes for you to live because, you know, we're just the public. You know, those are the people that genuinely love her and need her. And I would assume that whatever choices she made, personally or professionally, it was for the betterment of her household with her husband and her kids at the current time. Okay, what are your thoughts, Mimi? Well, I mean, who are we? She made a decision for herself, you know, and if she's happy with it, let her be happy. I think really and truly that people were hurt because they have someone to identify. They we, we, we put people on pedestals and instead of looking to ourselves, we look to other people. You know, they, they made her their God. So we we it's our prerogative to change, right? So how about take a page out of her book? She got healthy, why don't you try to get healthy? Whatever your healthy is. You know, instead of just wanting to stay stuck, this is going back to where people say when you change and people try to hold you hostage in your past, they won't let you change. This It's the same premise, same thing. So I, I'm happy for her because all in all, she's happy, and that's what matters. Okay. All right, and what we're talking about tonight is living a life as a plus-size female and we do have a new person that joined the line, Alexis. How are you doing tonight, Alexis? I'm fine. How are you like, ladies doing tonight? Fantastic. How I'm doing, doing pretty good. good. All right. So what, what we were talking about earlier, Alexis, we definitely love for you to chime in and give us your viewpoint on what your life is like as a plus-size woman. Um. To be one hundred percent honest, I've, I've I've always been a larger child. Like I just turned out that way. Um, the nicest excuse my family would ever really say it is I'm just bigger boned. However, that means everybody else in my family is skinny by American terms, if you really want to put it. My sister would say she's overweight if you consider the fact that she's Asian. She's not, according to me, but to her or to, by Asian standards, she is overweight. 
So for me, my life has always just been my life. I've cut, I long accepted the fact that I would never be a size two. I've long accepted the fact that I would always be a bigger person, even if I were to go on a diet. The smallest size that I can ever be a healthy size is still going to be considered a bigger size, not a size 10 or smaller. Um, my weight has affected my life somewhat um, most recently, so I decided to make the change for myself that I need to get healthier for myself. It's always going to be a constant battle between me and certain member of the fam- uh, of my family because, to be honest, no matter what size you are, somebody is always going to have an opinion, and I've just come to terms of I am me, and if you are a part of my life, you are going to accept me for who I am at my current size, or you can get the hell out. Okay. That's what is dating? (laughs) I know that's right. Now, Lexus, these are some things we just really went over. What has dating been like for you, um, being a plus-size person? To be 100% honest, there are always going to be people out there who are not comfortable dating a plus-size person. No, I do not catfish my dates, nor do I lie about my size. I am always upfront because sooner or later you're going to meet in person or you're already met in person, so they already know your size. I don't believe in sugarcoating or lying about your size because eventually the person is going to want to meet you in person. And no offense, you can't lose a significant amount of weight overnight. So what is the point of lying? And if a person is not comfortable dating a plus-size person, bye, next. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm just that kind of person because – I literally have had, I went on a date with one person. I did not lie about my size or anything like that. And towards the end of the date, he said, you're a wonderful woman. You have a great personality. You have a very pretty face, but you're a lot bigger than I pictured you would be. I know that you said you're a plus size girl. I know you did not lie about your size, but for whatever reason, I thought you were kidding. So I'm sorry. I'm just not oh my God. Dating you as a bigger woman, and you want to know what I told him? I said, "Thank you, bye. You can leave now." And it was actually not really the end of the date, but I literally ended it right then and there. He was like, "Oh, like you can leave now," and he was about to pull out his wallet. I was like, "No, I got it. Thank you, bye." That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Can I ask? And he said he thought you were joking. (laughs) He literally thought he was honest. See, I don't think anybody ever treated him that way because if he's not comfortable being across the table from me, then get the hell up and get the fuck out. That's what I'm talking about. Why am I going to force you to sit across the table from me? I am a plus-size woman. I know that I am a plus-size woman. No, I am not delusional about my size. And if you don't want to be here, you can leave. Bye. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well, I definitely respect it. And I think it's one of the things. That's that's the kind of... (laughs) 
attitude most women need to have. If you're not happy, no matter what it is, whether it's size or anything, if you're not happy with something when you get to the table, look, just get up and leave and just say, you know what, can I buy out of this because uh, you're not what I pictured and I don't want to be here. Oh, okay, bye, because I'm not going to get up and not eat, sir, because I'm hungry still. Bye. <laughs> oh. That's amazing. Can I ask you a question, Alexis? Yes, you may. Thank you. So I noticed you said that, that also um, you were discussing your sister and by Asian culture, you know, she wasn't, you know, she didn't, she thought she might too big, but not by that standard. Do you feel any pressure like culturally to lose more weight or was there ever a point that you did feel more, more of pressure to lose weight? Because I know sometimes culturally in different cultures, I mean, even with my own, uh, there's pressure put upon women based on your culture to, to lose weight or be smaller or be something that you're not or try to do all this crazy crap to yourself to get to this, you know, magic, immaculate number where you're supposed to be this perfect size, right? So have you ever felt any pressure like that in your life? To be 100% honest, I'm Asian. So when people think of Asians, they always think of small and petite. And by petite, I mean less than 100 pounds for whatever reason. That's the picture everybody has in their head. By Asian standards, I am taller than the average Asian woman because I stand at five foot four. By American standards, that's not tall. But by Asian standards, especially Vietnamese standards, I'm the height of a man to them oh, okay. because five foot four is the average height of a man. I'm taller than most Asians that I meet to 100%. Honest, I'm taller than most Asians. So, yes, culturally, it would be perfect if they can fit me into the small and petite role. That's never going to happen. And if we're going to talk about culture, the only thing that I carry from my culture is the food, the language, and the respect for elders. Anything else, I'm not bending over backwards. I'm sorry. I am me. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand that I am fat. I will be the first one to say I am a fat girl. But no, I am not going to change for somebody else, nor am I ever going to let anybody dictate that I should change for them. If a man ever were to tell me, oh, I would love to marry you or I would love to take you out on a date, if only you were smaller, I would tell him to go himself. I just ask, because I know even in my culture, I'm African-American, yes. But I can just remember my grandmother when I was younger, y'all, she used to put me, I used to hate it, and I used to tell her, when I get older, I'm never wanting another damn girl in my life. She used to put me in all over the the ones that go from, like, your knees or your thighs to your whole <laughs> body to suck you in and then put them the, mm-hmm. um, the uh, other ones on because she would just, you know, we would go to church and she would be like, you need to get that gut in and do all this stuff because I would just feel her physically trying to, like, make me feel bad about myself. And I used to tell her, Granny, I'm never going to feel bad about myself. It's always going to be somebody that loves me, even as I am. I say, and when I get grown, I'm never wearing another damn, I, I didn't say damn, but I say I'm not. I'm never wearing another girdle in my life. I was thinking in my head many other things, but, of course, out of respect because that's my grandma and I'm not going to tell her that. But I'm just thinking, I'm never wearing these girls. I'm never wearing all this stuff. They used to try to put me in and make me, like, try to slim me down. And I'm like, this is the most horrible, uncomfortable contraptions in life. Why on earth would a woman do this to herself? 
And all of my cousins wore the girdles and the all overs and stuff after they had kids to suck in their stomachs. Girl, I'm not doing all of that. No. I'm not doing it. And I just can remember just just the, the ability that people put these pressures on us as women to make us conform. You don't ask no man to do that when he get a beer good and then he still somehow magically found somebody attracted to his ass. I'm not changing all of this. No. That was just a sidebar. I just had to ask. But culturally wise, Asian women are known to be small and petite and submissive, right? But the small and petite, you can't help it, right? It will be one thing if I was born a small and petite sized girl and I blew up to the size that I currently am. Then the then they can have something to say about it. But I came out a fat baby. Okay? I was a fat baby. I was a fat toddler, and I was a fat child, fat teen, fat young adult, fat woman now, okay? I don't have a small and petite frame. If you want to blame anybody, blame the two people who created my DNA, okay? That was just how I came out. I can't change my DNA. So culturally-wise, yes, I do feel the pressure to be small and petite because any person who has ever met me, they're like, oh, you're Asian. Aren't most Asians supposed to be small and skinny? How come you got so big? Oh, that's rude. That is crazy. Oh, my God. No, I actually had somebody say that to my face, but because they weren't trying to be hurtful, they weren't trying, they weren't coming from a negative spot. They were just saying, uh, well, she was a black woman, so she said, oh, baby, I don't mean to say this in a rude way, but it's going to come across as rude. Most Asians that I meet are very small and petite. You are the first and only Asian I have ever seen that is big. Why did you get so fat? It was still rude. I want to punch her. But you know what? But you know what? Let me comment on that because – um. I think I, I don't. I know several people too that are from Asia, and they're like five two, less than hundred pounds, just like uh, just like Alexis said. And there was one girl I was working with a few years ago, and she was darker. She was moved something. I can't remember. She was Asian, but she was a different form. But bottom line was, she said she didn't look like Asians. She was heavier, and she really felt like an outcast because she wasn't around our quote unquote the norm. And, you know, a lot of times when you're different, people, you know, sometimes feel some type of way because you feel like you are the outcast. And just like I was saying earlier when Alexis had chimed in, when we were talking about Monique, what I was going to say was, you know, entertainment is a is a, is a a business that makes a lot of money. So people love and follow people from entertainment. However, and the reality is what Monique was saying back in the day, skinny bitches are evil and blah, 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 that's about branding. That's about business and money. So she had a lot of supporters that were, quote, unquote, plus-size women. But guess what? When we get older and we get wiser and your goals and your life change, then she's like, wait a minute. Where I am in life right now, I'm getting married. I want to have kids. I want to be healthy. I want to slim down. It's our personal choice. And I've actually, the last thing I want to say is I've seen a few groups on meetup.com, and they're catered to plus-size women, and they say, we don't want to hear no fat shaming. 
We don't want to hear you talk about no diets, no losing weight, no getting in shape. We fat and we like it and we gonna, we ain't going to change. And I said, well, I don't think that group is ideal for me because I might be fat, but I'm sure not liking it, and I'm sure looking to change and improve and so on and so forth. So I know it's different for different people. So um, are you guys, would you say that you're happy with, with where you are right now with, with your size? I mean, are you good? Like, do you want to make any changes? Or are you cool with it? This I'm Alexis. Me. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Mimi. Yo, Go ahead, no, I'm not happy. <laughs> and, yes, I am going to make changes. I am making changes. I'm Alexis, and to be frank, I am smaller than what I used to be. Because there was a point in my life around 2017 where I was inhaling about five large sodas a day from McDonald's. And I was operating on so much sugar that my body was, frankly, so used to all that sugar, I didn't notice the difference. So, of course, I gained a lot of weight. What made me change or what made me try to get healthier was one day my sister told me to go pick us up some toilet paper, and I did, but I made the mistake of going to a Target where I had to park in a garage and go up to the Target. When I found out that the toilet paper was all the way in the back of the store, I walked all the way back to the store, but here is where I realized I was so fat that it was actually really scary for me. That trot all the way back to the store, by the time I made it to the toilet paper all the way in the back of the store, I seriously thought I was dying because I was literally gasping for air. My heart was working so hard. I positively wanted to die, right, because I couldn't quite catch my breath. And I had that walk all the way back to the front of the store, plus had to stand in line for 10 minutes. So that day I went home and I had an honest conversation with my sister where she literally pointed out to me. She goes, you know what, Alexis, I don't think you realize how fat you've gotten. This is the fattest you've ever been in your entire life. And let's just be honest, every single day you're drinking five to six large sodas from McDonald's. You'll come back with one drink for me, but you'll keep three drinks for yourself. And my sister's like, I don't say anything because it's a topic that nobody can have a conversation with you about without you blowing up. So when she pointed that out to me, I realized what she said was true. Yes, I am inhaling five to six sodas. So from that point on, I went on a three-week no-sugar crash. Like, I decided to get rid of all the sugar in my body, no more sugar. And let me tell you, within those three weeks, if you had, put a, if you had a piece of chocolate in your hand, I would have stabbed you for that piece of chocolate. It was that awful because my body was so used to all this sugar, all of a sudden it has no sugar. And after that, the only lucky blessing in my life was that decision to get rid of sugar. So since then, I don't eat a lot of sugar anymore. My body cannot tolerate it. So am I happy at my current size? To be frank, no. 
Am I going to make changes for myself? Yes. Have I made changes for myself? Yes. For the past week, my sister got us a Nintendo Switch where I'm learning to fitness box. And let me just tell you something, ladies. My arms right now feel like limp noodles. I can't lift my arms. Good job, Alexis. That's good. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Wow. That's really a lot. And um, we've got a couple more things. So let me ask you guys, the last question that I really had in reference to what we're talking about tonight is, if you are not happy with where you are in reference to this journey, then what, like, what are you doing about it? Let's talk about healthy living lifestyle, tips, resources, and again, this show is not just for us. It's for any other woman or man that's listening to the show that may also be living in the plus-size world, and they're looking to become their greatest self also. So talk to me a little bit about um, what you're doing in reference to changing it, changing how you feel. Whoever wants to go first. I'll go ahead and go. Um, so I, I know that I need to change things about myself, right? So tonight, of course, after we get off this podcast, I'm going to go work out for like an hour. So I've been trying to commit myself to try to go 30 minutes to an hour every night and go exercise, um, uh, watching what I eat. I don't eat a lot of sugar right now as it stands, but I still try to cut it back as much as possible. Uh uh, sugar is not my thing. Like the only thing I used to like was soda, but I don't really like soda. Soda, I like ginger ale. But I just all I did with that was just switch it out to sparkling water, um, and just making sure I meal plan at home and don't eat out because I do understand a lot of uh, being healthy is also controlling what you put in your body to fuel your body, and also trying to make the effort to eat more times a day because that's a trap for me because of my hours I work. I normally only eat twice a day, and I know I need to be eating five to six times a day to jumpstart my metabolism. Okay. Alexis, you want Anyone else? I'll go next. Um, like I mentioned, I gave up sugar, and what I eat is, in all honesty, there's this theory in my family that they said I would be so much smaller if I actually exercised and quit eating junk because, in all honesty, I eat like a bird. At least that's how my aunt refers to it. Because whenever anybody watches me eat, they always think that I eat less because people are watching me. And my aunt was like, no, that's her normal amount of food. But she's fat because she eats out a lot or she eats unhealthy stuff and she refuses to exercise. The truth is I hate exercising. Always had as a child, I hate gym, okay? Gym class was the worst for me. And I do not enjoy going to gym. I think, like, in my entire life, I've had a couple of memberships um, for the gym. I only went a total of four times. That's how horrible. <laughs> and that's how bad I avoid the gym like the plague, okay? I will avoid it like the plague. The only reason fitness boxing is working is because I don't have to leave my house. Okay, trust me, if it was a fitness boxing class at the gym, you're not getting me out of this house. Nope, mm-mm. I, I see, at my size, 
it's not that I fear of what everybody else is judging at my size. It is definitely affecting my health. So how am I making the changes, fitness, boxing through the game, watching what I eat? Like um, Sophia said, um, she switched to sparkling water. That's what I do. But I will say one thing. Like when I know I am going to somebody's house, or when I know I'm going to an event where there is going to be a lot of soda, I am quite proud of myself where I will ask my sister if she would please go get me some flavored water that has no sugar or calories or some sparkling water so I have something to drink. But the last time we went to an event that she got me my sparkling water, everybody wanted my sparkling water, and I was quite upset. Because my sister only got a pack of six with intended. The whole pack was for me. She didn't realize everybody wanted sparkling water. They drank my sparkling water, and I only got two bottles. I was upset about that. <laughs> That's how I, I feel. Like, Come on, people, you my house. That's skinny. my soda. Drink the soda. I'm like thinking yep. to myself, I'm like, Come on, people, you're skinny. Drink the soda. Leave the healthcare options for the fat person. <laughs> You it's so funny because, <laughs> but you you see how a lot of times we have we want to have those fat privileges. Why the hell are you getting that front part? You're not big. I need to get the front part. You can do more walking than me. <laughs> Why are you drill eating that? You should save that for me. You knew I was gonna want second helping. <laughs> it's like we damned if we do, we damned if we don't. <laughs> All right, what, how are you feeling about that, Sophia? What are your thoughts in reference to healthy? living tips, are you working on it? You're going to work on it. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm sorry, I missed you. What did you say? And I was asking you to call me. I said Sophia. I meant Mimi. What yeah, because I was like, I just answered. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I, I, mean, like, I, I said Sophia, but I meant to say Mimi. Talking about... um. Hey, you say, hey, I'm plus size, and I, I don't, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with it. What are your thoughts? Do you have any healthy living regimen and exercise, any food, eating, anything you want to share in reference to that? Right. Um, so what I'm doing now is I'm doing healthy fat, low carb. My guess what, Sophia? I drank three three bottles of water today, so I'm better. I'm getting better. That is so amazing. I'm, that is amazing. <laughs> it is. Um, as far as working out, I'm going. I'm easing my weight into it, so I've been walking, like power walking, and so I'm adding weight tomorrow. Um, it's important that as we're losing weight, that we're gaining um, lifting weights, and the reason why. Is because you want to you want to tone yourself because that skin will get you know very flabby. Um, so you want to tone as you're losing weight. So I'm doing that. Um, for me, I didn't do that today, but I try to target and not eat after seven. Um, if I have to have something, I want to get me a snack, and it'll be something like some fruit or some yogurt, something like that. So it's it's really about not starving yourself throughout the day because when you do eat, um, it turns to sugar and your stomach is uh, your sugar is, is accumulating in the stomach. It's not burning; it turning into fuel. So yeah, tracking your your food is important um, with calories. Like if there's a certain and, and here's my thing: I don't I pretty much put my food 
the pictures that you've seen, I put it on a saucer. Um, it's how I gain mine because if I do smaller portions, then that will make force me to eat more. Where I can, if I'm hungry, I'll get a smoothie or I'll do uh, a protein shake or I'll do some fruit. So it forces me to spread my meals out more. So I'm not, you know, having a, um, getting starving to the point where I've gotten a headache. And so I tend to overeat, at least I used to. So I'm just cleaning up my diet, adding in some movement, getting off that couch is, is what I'm doing to get my body moving in, in the right direction. May I add something? I actually agree that spreading out your meals or eating more smaller meals tend to uh, work for most people. But have you guys ever tried uh, kale salad? I know Tawanda is not sold on it. But I love kale. But how it has helped me stay fuller, believe it or not, I absolutely detest eating salad. The only lettuce I would ever eat is romaine lettuce. Iceberg is yuck. Any, no. I'm actually particular, very, very picky about my food. So I tried this sweet kale salad that is basically supposed to be a powerhouse salad because it has radicchio, it has broccoli, it has kale, it has endive, so many powerhouse greens for you and it comes with this poppy seed dressing i love that salad i could survive all week long on that salad with some roasted chicken or i could survive on kale because that's exactly what i did when my sister went on a vacation with her girls she asked me what i wanted in the house for the week and i told her kale salad i survived the entire week with it yeah, I do that you know, with roasted chicken or the uh, or the uh, packets of tuna, the different flavored tuna, and I put that in my salad for my protein. So okay, so I want to suggest that y'all start looking at the ingredients of things because um, there's a lot of things that have a high sodium, and sodium will make you retain water, fluid. So Watch your sodium intake as well. And then you have to also think about um, there's some sugars that have different names. So that's the other thing that I've learned to do is actually look at um, the labels on, on things. I try to eat as clean as possible because I was trying to figure out why is it that I am swelling up. And it was because even though I might have had low sugar and low carbs, the sodium was high as I don't know what. And so my feet and hands would swell up. Um, so watch those things, too. Well, that definitely um, is really good. One thing I want to ask before we close out tonight, um, Mimi, you were telling me something earlier. I know you are mentioning the the diet was not eating. Oh, I can't remember. What, what, what did you call the diet? Keto. Keto diet, yeah. You t- talk about a little bit about the food diary. Tell me about that. So when I get up in the morning, I need to stop pacing. I'm pacing. And when I talk, I, I pace. Um, so let me stop pacing. Um, so I basically chart my food. Um, that way, like say, for instance, if I want to do a 1,200-calorie 1200, 1200 um, diet, or I'm, I'm going to stop saying diet, lifestyle change, that's what I'm doing. It's 1,200 calories. 
then I'm able to go into an app that I have on my phone and plug in the food to plan it, and that way I know Ooh. that I'm hitting calorie um, um, that I've set for myself. The only thing I'm coming short with is my water, but like I said, I'm doing better with that. So I believe that I'm going to hit that this week with the six bottles that Sophia told me to do. Okay. But yeah, it's important. If you know, it's, here's the thing. If you plan your foods out, you won't be rushing to fast food restaurants trying to get something real quick. If you just go ahead, like I'll cook mine on Sunday for the whole week. Um, I'll cook it. I'll put it in the refrigerator, some stuff. Um, I may not eat it um, because I'm so full because I'll drink a protein shake or a smoothie. So I won't eat it. So I'll end up having some food left over from the week. And what I'll do is I'll just put it in the freezer if I see that happening. And then I'll eat that at the beginning of the next week. And then whatever else mm-hmm. that I've added the following week. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, that I, I am definitely a work in progress when it comes to doing that. This is Tawanda. And that is definitely something that I'm striving to do. And to me, what is going to be helpful is the accountability of working with other people that's looking to do it that can say, hey, what would you eat today? You know, I definitely want to work towards getting the smoothies. I have I have so many books. I know I'm not the only one on keto, on liquid diet, on smoothies. But one thing that you said that was truly – well, several things you said that's truly key – but one thing in particular is lifestyle change. I think that's something a lot of times we miss. We talk about just getting in shape, losing weight, et cetera, et cetera, but lifestyle change. I have one bonus question that I really want to ask you guys um, tonight before we close out, and that question is, is there anything that you're just simply not able to do right now because of your size? If, you, if I wasn't the size that I am, I would probably do this. Is there anything at all, regardless of what it is, that you are not able to do, that you're being prohibited to do simply because of your size? Any places you want to go, anything you, regardless of what it is? Um, Alexis? Um, the, truth of the, the truth of the matter is I'm able to get up a lot easier now, but I can't walk far distances because of my size it tires me out not to say that I won't get there it's just going to take me longer so my fitness goal is just to slowly and surely do more cardio so that way my heart will get pumping and I can walk longer distances because let's just say that yeah my um, my weight has affected my health in a way that I did not see coming, and it's about time for me to change for myself. Okay. All right, Sophia? I'm not restricted in that way. I've been working on my weight, and I've actually lost some weight, but I'm just consistently trying to get under the 200 mark. That's me for my health purposes. But all of my mm-hmm. friends have been really supportive of me and saying they could see the difference in my face and things of that nature, but it's a it's a steady steady uh race uh with myself. I'm in competition with myself and just uh mm-hmm. making goal daily goals uh for the week like certain things that I'm gonna cut, whether it's sweets for the week or increase the amount of water that I'm drinking because I know I'm supposed to drink half my weight. So those things like that and trying to 
struggle with consistently meeting those goals is pretty much what I work with daily. But I'm not restricted in any way from doing anything. But I'm not being held by the grace of God saying that I can't do something. It's really all about my mindset. Okay. How about you, um, Mimi? <laughs> yes. Um, for me, two things. Um, there are things like doing as far as working out with bleachers. Because of my weight, I put um, my knees are having a hard time. So I have to mo- modify what it is that I'm doing when I work out because of that. Sit-ups is one thing because of my stomach. Um, doing sit-ups, I'm, I am cutting my breath off with that um, because my, my weight is in the top of my stomach versus the bottom of my stomach. So it cuts my mm-hmm. um, my off. Um, the other thing is clothes um, because my, my body, as most of us, is not necessarily proportioned evenly where, like, my arms are bigger um, than what my shoulder width is. So I have to buy my shirt a size um, – larger than what I actually wear, so it would fit my arms. So, yeah, I do have some restrictions. Yeah, I would definitely say yes. Well, there's several things that I would love to do that I'm just really not able to do. And um, one time, I remember one time I was walking, this was a long time ago, though, and a dog got behind me, and I was afraid of dogs, so I started running. And then I got so tired, and I wasn't as big as I am now. I might have been like because I was 16 or 18, but I was I was out of shape. And I, I stopped running, and I, I don't know what happened. I said, oh, well, I guess I'm dead because I can't run no more. I can't even run for my damn life. I was like, huh, 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 huh. And some, for some reason, the dog stopped. I don't know what happened before he even got to me. And I was, of course, relieved. And I said, damn, I can't even run for my life. Like if the dog would have came, I have no idea what would have happened. So even now, thinking about, like, just running and walking, like Alexis even mentioned, I know I think about, like, 7th, 8th, ninth grade, I used to be a lot slimmer. I would run and be a lot more active. I need to get more active, and I definitely got to do more with walking longer distances instead of pulling up always at the drive-thru or getting the closest part and not really being able to walk. That's definitely something that I need to be able to do. And just so many different things around that. Alexis was talking about going to Target. A lot of times, man, going to Walmart, oof. And I like I like Walmart, especially during the holidays. I love to walk around Walmart and look at all these different things. But um, man, sometimes my back be like, oh goodness. So yeah, just really with day to day. So I'm definitely looking forward to building with you ladies, getting the encouragement, the health, accountability, and having a better eating lifestyle, exercise lifestyle, and so many other things. So we have about five more minutes left, and I want to see if there's any final tip that you want to leave with with listeners, whether it's to the plus-size woman or to the plus-size man or to the person that hates fat people. And let me say this. I got I got to say this. I got to say this. Um, two things I want to share, and I know that I know that two of you might start cursing, but please don't. <laughs> please don't, okay? All right, number one, um, as some of you know, I work with people that's in prison. And um, I work with a lot of men, and, you know, with one of my companies, we put them on dating sites. So they're, they're getting on a lot of dating sites to meet people. And I always encourage, you know, love, regardless of where it's actually at, whether he or she is in prison or not, because people are people. 
And I've learned a lot from working with men and women in prison, you know, over the last 10, 11, 12 years. And I've talked to so many women that date guys, you know, the persons in prison, not everybody, but a lot of people in prison, they're looking for someone that can be there for them. They're looking for the, a lick sometimes. They're looking for a sucker. Um, and I said that to say, one time I had several guys getting on one particular site. Well, I won't name the site. And I'm like, oh, gosh, everybody's getting on that site. Like, what's going on? And this one where I first started working with prisoners, and it was like, ah, oh, you don't know. Oh, this site, they got the big girls. And I'm like, okay, and? Man, you don't know what I mean? No. They pay what they weigh. I said, say what? A big girl pays what she weighs. She weighs 200? She You probably can get 200 out of her. She weighs 300, 400? You get money like that. And it's easier because they have low self-esteem. This is something that, what do you call it, stereotype? This is something that a lot of guys in prison have said about, about plus-size women. And then there was a point in time to where, all they wanted to get on was plus-size dating sites, nothing else, because they were looking for someone to help them, and they felt like this was a thing. Hold up before you go off, Alexis. Hold up. Hold up one second. Hold up, Sophia. Um, the other thing is I was talking to another guy that's in prison, a client of mine that I helped with, with legal, and um, he was talking about, and he's an older guy now, but he has a, has a name and people know him, and he was saying that, Big, he just has a bad taste in his mouth for plus size women, and you know, and a lot of times I'm talking to different people. They know me professionally. Like I haven't met them face to face. I don't send them pictures, so I'm just another person they're talking to. So just keep that in mind. And I don't judge anyone or talk to anyone different because people are still entitled to their opinion. So he was saying that he just hates fat women. He said one of my sisters is fat. Her ass just lazy. And I'm like, why do you hate fat women? He said, I hate fat women because they're just lazy as hell. All they want to do is sit around and eat. And no real man, well, he didn't say man. He used another word. He said, no real man want a fat girl. Like, look at yourself. You can't even look at yourself in the mirror. You know, like, who do you think want that? He said, a man want a nice, petite woman with a small waist and a fat ass and a pretty face and blah, blah, blah. He said, but nobody wants a fat girl. He said, that's why when you see fat girls, and I can't remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about him dating in prison, and he was talking about different women that he had dated. And he's been in prison a long time. But, again, he has a name. So a lot of times people are with you because of your name or your money and, you know, regardless if you got a long beard, right? And he was saying that he said the thing about a fat girl, they they even ashamed of themselves. Look at pictures. They only show pictures of, of, of their neck up. It's never a full body picture because they're ashamed of themselves. They need to get their fat ass in the gym and stop eating. But he really has a problem with fat people. And I appreciated him saying it for a couple of different reasons. You know how you're in the locker room and nobody sees you? You find out what people really think. You understand what I'm saying? You find out what people are really saying about a person that's a big person. So with me saying that to you ladies on the line, I'm going to let you go first, Mimi. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, what To know that people say stuff like that about a plus size or a big girl. Um, I've heard it before, and I've, I've absolutely come to defense. And the the thing is, is their insecurity. You know, I, I really feel like it's an um, they're intimidated um, for whatever reason. If something happened in their life where they got a problem, he probably had a crush on one, and they turned him down, and he got talked about and teased about the fat girl who didn't want it. 
So that's him. He probably got other problems in other areas. I'm not going to even talk about it, but he, he's kind of short <laughs> on it. So he needs to come out somewhere. Okay. What are your thoughts, um, Sophia? Well, you know, hurt people hurt people. Yes, mm, I have mm. heard what certain people that are locked up say about certain people. And there are some women that are insecure, but it's not just fat women. It's also skinny women that, that are done their way. As far as for the last person, it sounds like he has a lot of issues stemming from home with his sister because his sister probably handled him real rough. So that's clear because he said all this stuff about his sister, but I guarantee you he never said none of that stuff to his sister's face. He can say that privately speaking with you or saying what he felt now, but obviously he had some type of resentment towards his sibling for whatever reason. That's neither here nor nor there. Uh, what he eat don't make me shit. I don't care what he says about mm-hmm. that because that's his experience with fat people, and I'm so very sorry for him uh, that he feels that way because there's plenty of nice, skinny, petite women that probably don't want his sorry old ass. Anyhow, and if they do have, <laughs> he paying what he weigh all day. Cause he pay what he weigh because they're not playing with him. I guarantee you they're not playing with nobody old and jiggly for nothing. He going to pay what he weigh, too, because they have the same <laughs> conversation about these old fat men or these old-ass men. Girl, I don't want food with that man, but you know he pay what he weigh. So uh, I'm going to make him pay what he weigh, girl. And and she gonna make him pay what he weighs. The only difference is he likes the packages in. So guess what he's happy to do? He's happy to pay what he weighs. It's 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 something out there for everybody. You gotta know that. Fat, skinny, small, short, tall, whatever. It's something for everybody. But you are gonna always pay what you weigh. So it is. All what right. It is. Thank you. That's his opinion. Yeah. How about you, Alexis? Wow, Mimi and Sophia are a lot nicer than me because Tawanda knows me well enough to know what's about to come out of my mouth. Are you? Take take, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I did not curse. I left it blank. I'm sure the listeners know what curse word just came out of my mouth. May I just say to the gentleman who just said he has an issue with fat women, that is your opinion, but what do you have to bring to the table? You You're in jail. So regardless of your name or regardless of what you have, you are entitled to your opinion. But before you judge somebody else, what do you have to bring to the table at current best? It's not like you have anything going for you at that current moment. So before you judge somebody else, may I suggest you take a walk in somebody else's shoes? I would never judge somebody based on their skin color, based on their size, based on their bank account or anything else. I'm going to judge you for what you bring to the table when you deal with me. So if anybody wants to judge me on my size and have anything negative to say, you can kiss my That's all I'm going to say because I have always been underestimated my entire life because of my size. So most people are very shocked to know that I have a brain. Most people are shocked that I have more talent than they can. So if anybody has an issue with my weight, kindly keep your opinion to yourself. And if you don't want to deal with me, you can get the out. Ooh. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that definitely sounds like a winner. And one thing, like I said, I didn't, I didn't like what he said. I didn't correct him because people are entitled to their opinion. And, you know, one thing I never want someone to do, I don't want someone to be someone else. And, um, you know, and, that, and that's what his real thoughts was. And if he would have knew, like, oh, damn, you're a plus-size person. Oh, I'm so sorry, sis. Hey, it is what it is because what you like, you like. What I like, I like. But, um, but yeah, you'll be amazed sometime at what someone really thinks um, when, they, when they're able to talk freely. Ladies, I appreciate you um, dialing in. I appreciate this conversation. Is there anything burning that someone has to say as we close out in the last two minutes? Anything burning that you want to share before we leave out? Not burning, but what I would say is don't be so focused on the scale um, through your journey. Um, look at how your clothes are fitting. That, that's, that's how you know that you're making progress, especially starting off. And at some point, it's okay to track your progress, but don't be on the scales every every day. I wouldn't even say every week, maybe every couple of weeks. You know, it's that, but definitely don't be staring at the scale. Okay. Anyone else? I would just say take it one day at a time, put one foot in front of the other, and you'll soon be where you need to be as long as you keep making small steps towards your personal goals and understand that you're not in competition with anyone but yourself. So just start with small, normal changes. Like if if you know you don't drink water, then, add, you know, add a bottle of water a week. Say, okay, instead of just drinking one bottle a day, I'm going to add two. Just make small changes and before you know it the small changes will be habit and it will it'll all be cumulative building and you'll look up and you will have rebuilt uh the things that you the habits that you need to put you in a positive prepare you for it in a positive way. So just take your time. Okay. Alexa my tip would be it's hard to diet, right? Because you're giving up what you're used to or you're giving up your comfort foods um my advice is there are ways around that to sort of cheat but not cheat in a way that is going to set your goals back for example if you normally eat a whole bowl of mac and cheese made the real way try a recipe that is using healthier cheeses or skim-free. Or if if somebody else is making mac and cheese, you don't have to eat the whole bowl. You can eat a small bowl. It's never a wise idea to deprive yourself because if you deprive yourself too much, one day you're going to be you, you're going to have a weak moment where you're going to be like, screw this, and you're going to eat an entire serving of something that you shouldn't. So I don't deprive myself, but I do control, like, the portions. Once in a while, I will eat ice cream. Once in a while, I will have that burger. But, no, I don't eat that burger every day like I used to. Okay. And my my final tip and thought for the night is find a way to love yourself. If you look in the mirror and you do not like what you see, then you decide to change it and do it for yourself. If you have someone in your life and circle of support who does not respect and appreciate you for who you are, then you don't need them. I learned a long time ago that 
in life, either someone is stroking your vision or they're choking your dream. So we should keep people around us that can be about positivity, that can be encouraging, and that can help us get to those goals. And if you're listening and you are a plus-size person and you say, hey, listen, I want to get in shape, I want to lose weight, I want some accountability partners, then connect with us because that's definitely what I'm looking forward to doing. Alexis told me, I think, last week, hey, my sister and I are going to be working out. We got this thing. We're going to do this and that. And every day she was sharing with me what she was doing to work out. And sometimes it's someone else's motivation and inspiration that's going to push and encourage you to get started. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing that. I'm looking forward to seeing results. And I'm looking forward to you guys encouraging me, pushing me, and holding me accountable. I appreciate you joining me tonight. Oh, my gosh, it's been so incredible. This is a long chat. Can't wait to do it again. And until the next time, just be safe out there. And thank you, guys. Have a good night.